boys, this is Mike City, the feel-good master, the king of the one-two bounce, and you are now listening to Straight to Tape. One. Unapologetic and insightful conversation. From the tip of our tongues is straight to tape. My name is C. Perry Elysia II. The Reed Richards of podcasting's fantastic fool. First, the comedian, professional joke slinger Tico de Gallo. What's wrong, Tico? You know, every day. Every day what? Every day. Just just every day. <laughs> just just every day. Okay. I do it every day. Every day? <laughs> to the point where you just had to like just pause and just be like, you know what? Damn it. This is some philosophical shit. Right? Exactly. <laughs> you know, you just, there's a time in your life when you just clarity just comes in and it just hits you like a light and and. Every day. And, and the minute I said professional Joe Slinger, Tico DeGallo, that's when he, it, it hit you? Nah. This is when I took the, de- the deep breath to say my uh, usual quote. Uh-huh. But, uh, yeah. Every day. Life, Every day. life just hit this nigga right say, dead in the chest, bro. Bam. Just Bam. Right. You just, people, listeners, you just heard an epiphany. Yeah, yeah. Life. You just heard it. You heard life in action. I don't even know her, but yeah, I, life I don't know what a sister look like. <laughs> and the first lady Not of Not epiphany. <laughs> it's nigga. It's epiphany. Oh, and look, ladies and gentlemen, the, la- the first lady of S2T, the quintessential hip-hop mom, Keisha with a Y. What up, what up, what up? That's all I got. No epiphany, man. No, no, I, no, no, I don't have my epiphanies on air. I don't know her. I keep my epiphanies to myself. All your all your epiphanies are 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 done in private. Private, private epiphanies. Private, <laughs> private epiphanies. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. I've been I've been doing a lot of epiphanying here lately. Epiphanying. Yeah, yeah. And our social. There's a Chris Michelle song, and I really want to sing it, but I can't think of the beginning. So. And, and look, our social media assassin Rob Grant. <laughs> man, listen, bro, I'm I'm so ready, man. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just I'm just like really uh-huh. geeked to be in the company of you, great people. Aww. You understand Aww. what I'm saying? I mean, after a long week of uh, uh, beating people down, yeah, uh, yeah, you with, had with, some fun on social media this week. Yeah, yeah. I mean, woke, you know, my whole the thing. Woke, yeah, the wokey minds came after me this week. So, I mean, my whole thing, man, is I just, you know, I'm I'm just here to bring balance to the force. I'm here to make people think. That's all I try to do. And sometimes, you know, it backfires. Well, I'm not going to say mm-hmm. it backfires. It, it, it actually does its intended job. It makes people think. 
you know, emotion. People tend to get emotional yeah, sometimes. Yeah, it yeah, happens. Yeah. That comes with the territory. That's but my But you job. know what? They get emotional and then they'll say they're not emotional when clearly right. they exactly. are emotional. Right. So anyway, so yeah, after a long week of that, man, you know, I'm just really happy to be here and uh, set this show off with you guys. Yeah. Love it, man. Of course. Yeah. And look, uh, subscribe to our podcast and make sure you're hitting that notification icon. Okay, uh, you can subscribe to our podcast on Google Podcasts, uh, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Radio Public, uh, Spotify, and yes, ladies and gentlemen, we are Apple Podcast certified. Certified, 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 certified. certified oh, certified. by the way, you know, for us Apple snobs, <sighs> Rob and I got new microphones. Mm. You probably yeah, can tell man. the difference. The, Can you tell the, the difference? The, the clarity it just it just ringing in my ears right now. Yes. Those Android users they ain't got their new mics yet, so you know we just I we mean, out here yeah. we out here flossing. Me and Rob yeah. out here flossing. Just, you like like we we do. Yeah, we we flossing we flossing but with our iPhones and our new mic. Uh, mic 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 mic. Showing the back mic. of your um what's that what's that little piece of meat that hang in the back of your throat that um. You know what I'm talking about? The yeah, that thing. That, that, that gullet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, 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 that gizzard. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> the gizzard. The gizzard. It's called a. Ooh, it has a name. Uh, Ooh, uh, whatever. I don't know. I just made a complete. Zulu. Gustavo. Zulu. You Gustavo. You owe me a coat, nigga. You owe me a coat. I just completely made that. Up. You know how black people make up words. <laughs> I, I have no idea what that thing is in the back of the throat. You know Medula, what I'm saying? Yeah, but it works. It works. Yeah, yeah you know? it does its job, I guess. Hey, y'all, look. Uh, also, uh, subscribe Uvula. to our YouTube. Uvula. She looked it up. She did no, I didn't. Google. I thought about it. I was Googling yeah. it, and it just popped into my Wait head. A minute. You know, it's funny you say Uvula, because I was about Uvula. to say. Uvula. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. but I was about to say YouTube. Follow our YouTube channel, Straight to Tape. Oh, on the yeah. Tube. Hey, way to get a special yeah, track, yeah, that, yeah, that's, that's, that's for the extended, extended content. And social media, Facebook, IG, Twitter, Straight to Tape. And let's not forget, Straight to Tape is sponsored by... Bartending Unlimited, the Triangle's premier professional mobile bartending company. Looking for just a licensed bartender or does your event require a full bar? Contact Bartending Unlimited today at www.bartendingunlimited.com. Responsibly serving our clients since 2004. Don't go with those weak drinks. Please don't. Today we're we're just having beers today. Get get the professionals. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, thank you for joining us on Straight to Tape. Um, this week's episode, you know, th- this is a love week. You know, this is Valentine's Day going on and everything. And uh, we're going to take a look at Black Love Cinema. Okay. Uh, so it, it should be a fun show. They should, made me yeah. do this because this is my least favorite genre of movies. Really? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Least yeah, like I, bottom, I, I, I'm you know. Uh, yeah. Not, yeah. Uh, not right, good, I did my work. You know, I did my homework. Get your work. That work's perfect. Okay. Uh, well, ladies and gentlemen, you know how we like to get the show started. There are those things. There are those events. There are those things in the news that are going on. That, quite frankly, we ain't gonna talk about. Nope. Ooh, we ain't ooh, gonna talk ooh, about. Ooh. Ooh. We ain't gonna talk about it. What man. we not talking about first? So what we not gonna talk about is uh, 
Mm, a lot of activity on Gail Kim and the, did I say Gail Kim? Sorry, yeah, this, I meant Gail. This, this is not WWE. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I, I thought I was doing a wrestling show for a second, guys. Let me let me let me tune it back a little bit. Together, tune it back a little bit. Gail King. Okay, and the interview that she did with uh, Lisa Leslie, uh, and the question about Kobe and Kobe's past. Yeah, yeah. A um, lot of backlash on uh, social media all o- across the internet. Yeah, yeah, tremendous backlash. I mean, and then we had backlash with uh, celebrities. With ce- yeah. celebrities, yeah, definitely. Um, it was, a, it was, it got real brutal this week, man. It yeah, really it did. did. It did get brutal. It look, it went too far and a lot of times we we talk about the reaction of others as far as mob mentality is concerned she in that moment in that interview had a difference of opinion about which way she should go um but death threats it's just not fucking that serious, uncalled for it's uh, not un- uncalled for. it's not that serious yeah. it's not that serious kobe's gone and death threats against her is not gonna do any justice to anything like we want to have um productive conversation that opens doors for shit like this not to happen anymore i did watch her interview i watched that interview and then i also watched her interview back in 2017 which was three years ago Mm -hmm. and it was with um harvey weinstein's lawyer Who's, she's a bad bitch now. She's <laughs> like with the trial just coming up, it was really poignant because it it, was, it seemed like so long ago, right? That that yeah. interview happened. It's super poignant, and Harvey Weinstein is not going to jail based on his lawyer. Like that interview back three years ago, and they've had all this discovery time since then. Um, but the pressure was not the same the questions were not the same they were not phrased the same they were not pushed the same it was not the same and just the sheer difference of audience right or not interviewee like Gail was talking to Lisa Leslie which is a friend of Kobe's he wasn't no lawyer she wasn't a lawyer she wasn't like a wife or she wasn't like anything like she was just a friend right and then the way that gail asked these questions to the lawyer back in 2017 when the story first broke about harvey weinstein um that's the bitch you need to go after she knows all the answers and just the 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 shade quotient was way less for the Harvey Weinstein's lawyer interview than it was for Kobe Bryant who just passed away a week earlier. No, dude's not even on the ground. Yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It you was know, it was a lot. That's crazy, man. It's um a lot like you said, a lot of entertainers came out, a lot of comedians came out and, and spoke on it. Bill Bellamy, yeah, he had some words to say about it. Um and uh, you know, and then uh, who else? Uh, who else came out? Uh, well, you know, Snoop has yeah, been a big, yeah, Snoop, been Snoop a huge critic. Yeah, Snoop, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, so, it's, it's, you know, it's it's like, well, yes, she shouldn't have uh, 
you know, it's like what Snoop said or what everybody else is saying. Dale Hughley. It's like, yo, they can't use it if you ain't say it. Right. <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah. yeah. That's a great you know point. what I'm saying? If you ain't say it, then you know what I'm saying? They, 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 they couldn't use it. So, regardless if they took it out of content or or or, or mashed it up or you know, whatever. Yeah, or, whatever. Or, I mean, or, when she, or the way she put it when she, uh, you know, when... Uh, she, you know, she went online, you know, to, uh, you know, to, to talk about Respond, the yeah, yeah. respond to the backlash. Okay, you know, that was a piece of an entire interview that you know CBS CBS News used. Right. Uh, but did you watch the whole interview? I, I, I've, I mean, I've seen bits and pieces of it. So yeah, it is. It's, it doesn't make a difference. Yeah. <laughs> like what she's saying is they carved it out mm. and they they pinpointed CBS pinpointed that one piece to put out on social media. Um, I mean, it's, it's it clickbait. It's clickbait. Well, yeah, it's clickbait, but it also stands on its own. Like, she she did that. There's nothing... There's some things that you see on social media that you really probably should know what happened before and what happened after. This piece, having watched what was before and what after... It doesn't make a difference. It stands. It stands on its own, and a lot of things do that. All right. Which, okay. As far as Gail's career is concerned, right? Maybe she's trying to jump out of that uh, Oprah shadow. Maybe she's trying to think she said to hey, no, ask she ask the hard, ask the hard hidden questions. She doesn't have to do that. The only thing I'll say is she doesn't have to do that. She doesn't. Okay. And she doesn't I don't, I don't even know if she did. I don't know. You know what she did? Because even Oprah was on the View last week, mm-hmm. and, and she, they asked her how Gail was doing, and she, she was, was like, crying. "Gail's not doing well, yeah, right?" Yeah. So she I mean, but like whatever Hoda, Hoda, but like you didn't have to. You didn't have to. You have enough influence to say, no, this is not what I'm going to do. And I watched a Ricky Smiley. It was like a 20-minute long video today. Mm-hmm. And his whole thing was like, please understand why people are outraged. Black people take death really seriously, right? We take respect of the dead really mm-hmm. seriously. Yes, like, yes. just as a culture. So you claim to be part of our culture when it's beneficial to you, but you don't in these instances. You're having this interview and you're pressing for details from a friend of that's mourning the loss of her friend. But are you not thinking about the family? Like you're not thinking about his wife that's planning a funeral for not just Kobe, but her daughter. Like, are you not thinking about the fact that while she's going about her life trying to basically put this in the ground like literally put this in the ground and still have other kids to deal with and still have other kids and family members to consult this is what you're doing like it's too soon one two the nigga was exonerated like why are you even bringing this back up again like your friend Harvey Weinstein you had this interview three years ago before the trial even started right he's not been exonerated so yeah you can talk all the breeziness you want to about your your boy harvey weinstein and everybody knows it's your boy but you and oprah have continually gone against black male figures whether they be right or wrong you have not afforded the same level of scrutiny to harvey weinstein 
You have it. It is so apparent. There is nothing that can dispute that. Russell Simmons, R. Kelly, Kobe Bryant. Who else? There's one more. Bill Cosby. Bill Cosby. All of those, you want to do interviews and exposés with the, the victims and everybody else. But there are 30 fucking Harvey Weinstein victims and you have interviewed none of them. Three years ago, when this shit popped off, you interviewed his lawyer. His lawyer. The one that's going to get him exonerated of the charges. Everybody else, you want to talk to the victims. Or the supposed, the alleged victims. It's not the same. So, I, I, I know Oprah's history and her history of abuse by black men. I mean, it is... If it's an, if it's, I'm just gonna say this, cause I ain't saying nothing bad about Oprah, cause I want us to live. Yeah, she got enough money to kill us and keep our mama quiet. <laughs> but, <laughs> but <laughs> fuck. But if it's not what it appears to be, then you have the platform to explain why. All of the evidence, not court evidence, but everything that's happened. In this little period here, when you're 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 completely ignoring the whole 30 victims that Harvey Weinstein has, but going against Bill Cosby, this happened fucking 72 years ago. R. Kelly, I'm not even touching that one. Don't, don't, um, don't. I can't. Um, not this, this, <laughs> and a pee pad. Um. This one, this latest one, and the other one, you have the platform to say, hey, this is how it is. This is why, uh, Russell Simmons, this is why I haven't done this. You have the platform. You know this is something you need to do, but you just haven't done it yet. So it speaks hey, it yo. speaks volumes, yo. Uh, as a, look, as uh, you know, I'll say this. Uh, you know, as a you know, as someone that was talking about Gail, someone that was trained as a journalist. Yeah, I understand asking the question. Okay, my thing was asking the question to Lisa Leslie. Yeah. You know that 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 was just my thing. You know, well, you know what Key was jumping on. You know, the last person that did something like that, Arsenio Hall. When he had uh, Farrakhan on, the Farrakhan thing, when they yeah. told him if he had Farrakhan on the show that they were going to cancel his show, and they subsequently canceled his yeah, show. Like canceled six, six months later, show. <laughs> six months later, the show was gone. I mean, yeah. he had uh, he had Louis Farrakhan on his on his show, and uh, and then it was a wrap. I mean, you know, so. Yeah. But what are you gonna do? Yeah, yeah. he did it. I mean, I mean, he did what he thought it was right. Right. You know what I'm saying? I, I applaud him for it. You know? So. Hmm. But people forget. But that. sometimes you but have to decide not to play the game anymore, right? Exactly. Mm-hmm. For, exactly. The, for the sake of for, truth. For the, for the sake right? of truth. And he's always, and you know, I've seen it's always been the truth. And, you mm-hmm. know, even on this show, he's always been on mm-hmm. the, the truth. And, I, you know, it's, it's crazy that people don't respect, give him more respect, you know, as he deserves. I've seen it, man. You the mm-hmm. shit, yo. Long Come on our show, I've seen you. Long ass fingers. <laughs> yes. Yes. With, the, with that one long index finger. Yes. Yes. Dog pound. Yeah. 
<laughs> but we ain't gonna talk about that. Yeah, we ain't gonna talk about that. We ain't gonna talk about that. Yo, the Presidential uh, Medal of Freedom. Okay. I mean, I mean, yeah, and I was just looking at a list of people yeah, that have, award. you know, that, you know, that were awarded the Presidential Medal of Freedom. You know, people like uh, Stevie Wonder, you know, people like uh, um, Aretha Franklin. Peace you know, loving. You know, T- love T- giving. T.S. Eliot. People. You know, yeah, people peace loving, like, love know, giving like people. John Steinbeck, you know, mm-hmm. uh, Kirk Douglas, rest in peace. Kirk yeah. Douglas, you know. Kirk. Yeah. You know, Bob, people like Bob Hope, Rita Moreno. You know, people that have brought people together. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. there's a new name in the fraternity of motherfucking Rush Limbaugh. Rush yo. Limbaugh. God. Rush Limbaugh. I ain't, I'm not gonna do it, Rob. You looking okay. at me? I'm not looking at you because I'm not gonna do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Rush, you know, Rush, Rush Limbaugh. You know, <sighs> uh, I mean, there were there were inklings that he was gonna do it. That that being our president. It, it, were there inklings? No, there were. It, I mean, it kind it leaked, it leaked that he had planned on doing it. But we found out about the leak after it actually happened. No, 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 no. The leak was. The, I mean, the, it was already being reported. Okay, uh, I, I think the surprise was doing it at uh, uh, State of the Union. State of the Union joint. I mean, yeah. I mean, normally, you know, you know, normally this is, you know, this is either a ceremony. Or right. normally it's done in you know in the you know in the Oval Office you know. Well, maybe but Trump's uh, speech wasn't long enough. He needed some time. He needed <laughs> time killer. <laughs> he needed some filler. Yeah. I mean right. the speech. Did, but I mean, yeah, listen, uh, listen. It was a whole dog and pony show, right? Mm-hmm. He did that. He brought some random man home from. Uh, yeah, from uh, from military, the Middle yeah. East, right? Yep, yep, yep. If you know, if for the oh, and let's not forget the random, uh, you know, the random black people before. Right. What Rush. did he do with the black people? Um, you know, bitch, God. I look. I, I'll be honest with you. I, it's it was, a lot. It's, it's a lot. He does it, like you know? he put these things in place. Yeah, it was a show. Um, it was it was a dog and pony show, yeah. and he gave a well produced. Pretty much, pretty much. He gave he gave the Medal of Freedom to conservative (laughs) commentator Rush Limbaugh. I would just like, where's my phone? Where's my phone? Where's my phone? Because I really have um, done a little bit of research on this just to make sure. Because y'all know my memory is not the best, so I have to. I think I remember things, and then it's not. You care to share why your memory is not there? Um, because uh, uh, no. But I will tell you, (laughs) I will tell you that when Michael J. Fox first came out as having Parkinson's disease, and he was in a commercial and Rush Limbaugh, I quote, in this commercial, he's exaggerating the the effects of his disease. He's moving all around and shaking. It's purely an act. This is the only time I've ever seen Michael J. Fox portray any of the symptoms of the disease he has. He can control himself to keep himself in the frame of the picture, and he can control himself enough to keep his eyes right on the lens and teleprompter, but his head and shoulders are moving all over the place. This is really shameless, folks. This is really shameless of Michael J. Fox. Either he didn't take his medication or he's acting. This man that said that, and that is a quote, received the Presidential Medal 
of freedom. And this is the same guy that was hired by ESPN to be a comment, well, to be, uh, a, you know, a, a in, in studio analyst for Monday Night Football. Mm-hmm. And halfway through the season, you know, there was a dust up about some comments that he made about uh, Donovan McNabb. You know, uh, you know, when, you know, some of the criticisms that you know that are not going Donovan's ways because he is a black quarterback. Right, right, right. Oh, 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 oh. He also said, I mean, let's face it. We didn't have slavery in this country for over 100 years because it was a bad thing. Quite the opposite. Slavery built the South. I'm not saying we should bring it back. I'm just saying it had its merits. For one thing, the streets were safer after dark. This man, ladies and gentlemen, reads again received the presidential medal of motherfucking freedom and he was was also he was also one of the bigger voices of the uh bertha movement yeah definitely oh absolutely Uh, you know you know uh, against a sitting president right and yeah and and he's now you know a but 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 won't speak out over over a pussy grabbing president Mm. But he has a medal of freedom from that pussy grabbing president. Yep, pretty much. He's getting older now. He needs like I really don't want to talk about this anymore because I'm gonna say what I was gonna say before, and Rob told me I could. So he's just old now. He just need help grabbing pussies. That's all. Who? Trump. Rush. Oh. That's why no. That's why he hanging. That's why he hanging with Trump. <laughs> if you want to grab some pussy, hang with Trump. Da doom boom He'll be here all weekend. Yeah. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Please tip your waitress. Tip your waitress. All right. Yeah, but look, ladies and gentlemen, um, hey, that's what we ain't gonna talk about. Yeah, that's that's what we're not gonna talk about. That's not what we're gonna yeah, talk we, about. We're not talking about that. Not today. Yeah. Not today. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a new segment um, coming in straight to tape. Uh, Rob. Yes. King, 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 do the honors of the introduction. Well, uh, we have this new segment. Uh, we are going into the election season, and we have a lot of news to cover leading up to said election. So we're going into the, all the primaries and, uh, and, and everything, the debates, the everything, and our man, P is on the case so ladies and gentlemen ladies and gentlemen ladies and gentlemen welcome to P's primary watch yes 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 ladies and gentlemen election season has started okay uh, you know the uh, I'm talking the actual part where votes are actually taken okay so uh, this week we had the Iowa caucus all right now the state of Iowa uses the caucus system, so you know it's not one person, one vote, go in, silent ballot, you know, and, and then it's counted. Okay, they follow the traditional, uh, you know, caucus process. All right, uh, which is the political parties uh, setting up designated areas. Uh, voters go register at those areas, and then they support their candidates in public. Okay, um, when they support the candidates in public, 
you go to a designated area that's set up for your candidate, okay? And then that's when the the count and the tally is taken. After that count, uh, you know, tally is taken, you know, that's like the first round. And then at, then in the second round, you know, uh, for those that don't meet a certain threshold, I believe it's 15% in the Iowa caucus, you know, if you don't meet that threshold, then your candidate's gone. And then you have that opportunity to sway others to your candidate until the final vote is tallied, okay? And then that information is sent to the... Uh, sent to the state party who reports it to the media and, and the to media. the government yeah so government yeah so uh yeah this is a look this is a 1800 i mean this is a 18th century process you know that's still being used in the 21st century and it's funny with the iowa caucus and the importance that's always been put in the iowa caucus it actually goes so back. can you tell me why Iowa's so big because it's not it doesn't seem uh, like me, a whole lot of fucking no, people live me, there it actually it goes it actually goes back to 1968 okay that was the uh democratic national convention which was a contentious national convention because the front runner going into the convention uh you know that being um not john not john kennedy but the other brother whose name i can't remember right now was assassinated okay no not ted not robert robert it was robert robert was assassinated okay and he was the front runner so uh, it was a very contentious election because the person that became the nominee for the party wasn't one that was you know that was actually voted in by the delegates because the number one guy was dead all right. So uh, going into the following, uh, you know, election cycle, uh, you know, they decided to spread out the primaries. OK. And because Iowa was the one that would not let go of the teat of caucusing, decided to, hey, you know, we got all this to put together with caucusing. Let's go ahead and jump out in front of everybody <laughs> and we'll be the first. He's a dick. But 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 that's the reason bring, why. Bring, yeah. Hey baby, yeah. you want to go out and do some caucusing? Ooh, I don't know. Ooh. As long as you let me do it. No. <laughs> <laughs> but so so coming into this year's okay, um, well, the state. Democratic Party, you know, decided to you you know to use an app to try to make things simpler. Well, it really hasn't made anything simpler. And as of the recording of this show, the uh, the final results are not in. Okay. As still? Yeah, I still. thought they were in. No, no, no. They. I thought Buttigieg. Well, I'll say this. I'll say this. If it's as of a couple of hours. It, they still haven't come in. There were about 99% of precincts that were reporting, and it's like a one delegate lead lead that Pete Buttigieg currently has over uh, Bernie Sanders. Delegate in the state of Iowa. Mm-hmm. There are 53 delegates in the state of Iowa. How are there so many and that, that many people don't live? I don't even think mm-hmm. there's 57 people that live in Iowa. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, which uh, you know, which delegate count, you know, uh, that's 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 another thing I definitely want to build on, you know. But that'll be further down in the process. Okay? Why? Why are we still doing that? What the delegate count? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, a lot of people are, are, are with one, you know, uh, 
you know, one, one citizen, one vote. Okay. okay. Which actually, you know, which, yeah, I, I would admit makes a whole lot of sense. But we're dealing with the, right now, we're dealing with the system that we have right now. And as it stands, as of today, uh, the, well, as of this recording, uh, the delegate count, the final count isn't in yet. All right. But right now it's leaning towards uh, Buttigieg uh, to get the, you know, to get the uh, majority of those uh, delegates for Iowa. There are okay. also no black people in Iowa. Yeah, that's another thing. Yeah, okay. But, you know, and look, we'll be going over the schedule. And oh, there is one. <laughs> there is one. We, there we're everywhere. No, I, I look, no, 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 no. Trust me, I know, I know, black one. people from Iowa. Yo, what's good, what's up, Drew? Hit me up, man. Hit me up. So, you actually know a black person yeah. from Iowa? Yeah. Iowa, yeah. not Idaho. No, Iowa, from Iowa. Yes. Damn. You know, I yeah. know, I, I know a lot of yeah. Idahoes. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, anyway, okay. Potato so, ass bitches. Exactly. Right. So, look, once once this comes in, once this comes in, uh, you know, the next step is the uh, New Hampshire primary. Um, so, you know, we'll be reporting on those resort results. And we know next week. Uh, I've been to New Hampshire. Yeah. Anyway, uh, um, now that now, so can you tell us uh, when what black the people start voting? Is, what the running is right now? What's the what's the stats right now? Oh, right. Like I said, right now you're looking at 13% for Booty Judge. Uh, you're looking at 12% for Sanders. Okay. Uh, you're looking at uh, Elizabeth Warren with 8% and uh, Joe Biden with 4%. I mean, not 6%. Sorry, 6%. Wow, yeah. Joe. Wow, yeah. Uncle Joe. What happened? Yeah. I mean, you may pull out the big guns. Right. He's about to pull out an Obama. Uh, look, uh, look, <laughs> yo, not, I'll say this. You know, maybe not, not enough boots on the ground, uh, or just not, you know, just not re- resonating in Iowa. Okay, but you know, like I said, after this is New Hampshire, and then after New Hampshire is when the black people get get a chance to vote. South Carolina. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, what we'll be covering that, and just to sum this up, uh, just to sum this up, the the actual true winner of the Iowa caucus is Mike Bloomberg. Reason being, he decided not to um, he decided not to campaign. Andrew Yang Iowa. wasn't on there either, right? No, an, no, Andrew Yang uh, was was running in Iowa too. He, oh, he but he just didn't get any uh, votes. Well, he didn't. He didn't. <laughs> he didn't. Right, so it looks like he's not making a cutoff. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, but um, but no, Bloomberg. Because Bloomberg has avoided this whole mess that's going on with this app in Iowa, all right? And he's focused his whole, he, he's made his focus on Super Tuesday when the majority of states vote. Mm-hmm. Okay, so to is me. North Carolina on Super Tuesday? Uh, North Carolina is actually not on Super Tuesday. They vote after Super Tuesday. Gotcha. Uh, but, yeah. Uh, he's the big winner because he wasn't a part of this mess, and he could po- and you know he's been pointing out you know that this is a mess, all right, and yeah, and his you know, you know his rating in national polls it's going up, all right. I mean, still not cracking the top four, but going up. Uh, primary watch, so you know I'll be keeping y'all in tuned, you know, on what's going on politically, so. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, that was P's Primary Watch.
Hey y'all, Valentine's is right around the corner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Bye, yeah. Uh This is what, yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, you, you know what I used to call Valentine's Day? Prostitution T- Day? No, nigga. I used to call it Tico's Christmas. <laughs> Tico's Christmas. Tico's Christmas. Explain. Why? Oh. Because, right? Let me explain something to you, ladies and gentlemen, about Tigo, okay? You know, Tigo is a, you know, a purveyor of women. He Um, always got bitches. Okay. And uh, I remember, you know, in our younger days, when I used to, you know, we used to have to, yeah, (laughs) when we used to have to drive Tigo around to pick up his, notice I said his, Valentine's Day presents. <laughs> this is about to be hilarious. Continue. Okay. Okay. He was always good at uh, getting them presents, right? Actually, reminded me of a scene. Uh, actually, it reminded me of the first uh, 30 to 45 minutes of Def Jam's How to Be a Player. Hmm. Okay. But I was a Jehovah Witness, so I never gave gifts back. This fool. Okay. But everybody, everybody got a, everybody got a watchtower. Uh, everybody, yeah, look. and okay. a bean pie, oh, yeah. a watchtower, and a bean pie. Yeah, let you know something. Let's a talk. A bean pie wrapped up in a watchtower. Ooh, let's talk a little uh, black love cinema. Yeah, let's do that. Please. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, let's definitely talk a little black, black love cinema. Now, now, before we go any further with black love cinema, there was something that uh, that Keisha that you mentioned at the beginning of the show. You want to mention that again? I don't remember what it was. What was it? It, it was about this being one of your least favorites. Yeah, I. I don't like romances like in general it doesn't matter whether they're black white Japanese kung fu romances I don't oh well maybe those because they have mm. kung fu in them but the I more just the actions like my yeah. league no I'm like period pieces and and documentaries and and uh and uh like black trash romance novels on TV like I just I don't know I don't really like romance. Yeah, I'm not very. I'm not a very romantic woman. I don't think I've ever celebrated. Like I celebrate Valentine's Day. Like I'm gonna get my boys, my three boys, something, and that's it. And I might drop something off for my mom and daddy because I love them too. But other than that, I'm like, no, no, like, yeah. Valentine's Day is International Prostitution Day. This is the day that, <laughs> fellas, you get this to pay for whatever you want to happen on this day. Which is kind of some bullshit because you should be getting this every day. So you mean to tell me I got to get some diamonds and some flowers and some candy in order for me to put you in the hucklebuck? <laughs> no, nah, man. Fuck. <laughs> Fuck is up with that shit. Yeah, Not you, the hucklebuck. You, you got a point. Yeah, yeah. You got a, you yeah. got a point. Yeah. <laughs> like we do this every other day. Like why? Why is it require flowers and candy today? Is it a special Huckle Buck though? Hmm? Yeah, nah, it's, it's the same motherfucker. It's the only one. It's only one Huckle Buck, nigga. It's only one Huckle Buck. You know, it, it, is it something different that's being done with the lake? I mean, I mean you know, are, you bring, are you bringing mi- uh, amputee midgets or what's going on? What's popping? What is up with you and these amputee midgets, man? Um, it's my shortcomings. No, cut that part out. You know what, bro? 
<laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah, anyway, yeah, yeah. Anyway, 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 anyway. But as far as as far as uh, you know, uh romance and all that, you know, foolishness and good, you know. Cuz you know, you the love doctor in the show. Uh, you know I, I'm yeah. only the love doctor because, you know, I'm like the master of slow jams. Uh-huh, uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? I make like the bombest ass slow jam CDs known to man. So that's why, you know, I'm, I'm considered the love. Am I a romantic kind of, sort of? Yeah. All right. Okay. All right. Kind of, kind of, sort of. You understand what I'm saying? But I'm not known to just, I mean, I've seen movies like Love Jones and stuff like that. We're talking about black love cinema. Um, but, you know, I'm not running to the theater to see that type of stuff, man. You know, movies that I like, you know, somebody got to get their head blown off smooth clean off in the first like 30 seconds or it's not a good movie to me so best romance movie ever was true romance I had to divert each one of these three they talk all that shit if they want to I had to say hey let's get back to business because they were busy looking at Nia Long's nipples on the TV well I mean Nia Long has pretty nipples I mean yeah Yeah, if if, if, if we're talking so in the beginning of Love Jones She's standing there in a in a white kind of tank top thing and uh, looking out the window, and her nipples were prominently displayed. Uh, and, so, hey, you know, some while we just, look, let's go ahead and talk about Love Jones, okay? Uh, I mean, it is one of the yeah, nipples. it is one of the uh, more popular uh, romantic movies, black romantic movies of uh, you know of our generation. Yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, well, it goes towards it goes towards the fact of meeting somebody, breaking up with somebody, and get back with somebody. It's deeper than that, yo. It's I mean, I know, I'm, but, I'm, but I'm saying, but I'm saying because, but you know, it, as it comes to like our uh, movies, it's either mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, okay, I'm done with you, fuck you, and you know what I'm saying, and and, and, and split up and yeah. shit. You know what I'm saying? I mean, like Tyler Perry brought back the fucking damn comeback. <laughs> hey, let's not bring Tyler Perry in. Tyler Perry brought back the, the boomerang, the boomerang effect. You know what I'm I mean, saying? but, you know, I mean, with Love Jones, okay, I mean, you had a writer and a poet, okay, who met a met a, uh, a photographer, okay? Yeah. And, you know, was messing around with that photographer, okay? Mm-hmm. That photographer came with her own baggage, okay, just breaking up, uh, you know, with a long-term boyfriend. You right. know, someone that wanted to marry her. Right. Okay. And then she meets, you know, this guy. And let's have a little fun. Okay. Um, and I'm gonna bring up what might be an unpopular opinion about this movie. One of my uh you know, one of my friends, uh, in a uh in a uh, chat, you know, talking about love movies and he talked about why he hated Love Jones and why uh, you know, him and his wife argue about Love Jones all the time, you know, and I, he's like, you know, it's a terrible movie, blah, blah, and I was like, yo, man, I gotta hear your point, why is, you know, why is this a terrible movie to you, and he was like, it's Nina's fault, and you know what, he has a point, mm-hmm. he actually has a point, yeah, yeah, it's, it's Nina's fault, he was, uh, like, he, he was all in, he was all in, right, yeah, well, he made some mistakes, but he was all in. Well, here's the whole thing. He was all in, however, okay? You know, he was taking it as it was given, all right? Mm-hmm. Uh, she hears from her boyfriend, uh, well, her ex-boyfriend, ex, ex. yeah, who wants to work things out, wants her to come back to New York. And she's conflicted 
about what she needs to do. As she should be. Like, it's not... But but hold on, okay, hold, hold on, on, hold yeah, on, hold, hold tight. on, hold tight. Why are you thinking about that? Okay, easy. So she decides to talk to her best friend. Okay, and the advice that was given by her best friend, you know, was part of the building blocks on what her decision was going to be made. You know, was going to make. Ain't she single? And a friend single? Uh, go it, Rob. Single as a fucking dollar bill. <laughs> fine no as man. I don't know what though. She's fine as hell, but she ain't got no man, not no sign of a man in this entire movie. Does this woman have? And you remember her advice? You remember her advice? Her her, her advice was, look, tell him about it, okay? And if he trip, pretty much, if he trips, then you know you got him, you know. Right. If if not, you know, go ahead and go do your thing. Right. So here you are taking advice from a chronically single woman. Chronically. But listen. That's what, I mean, that shit still perpetuates to this day. There are a lot of women out here, and men also, yes, definitely men, that kind of do things, say things, try to put things into place to get a reaction Mm -hmm. out of the other party that makes them feel like they're worthy, right? And that's so not what you should be doing. (laughs) But wait, but wait, there's more. Okay, so she tells said dude that she's going to New York to, you know, to try to figure this out. Okay, and his response was, yeah, baby, go ahead. Do your thing. We're friends, right? Mm -hmm. And she's like, oh, no, no. And we're not friends. Well, she, she, she thinks that she doesn't say that. Right, okay. exactly. Yeah. So exactly. she heads to New York. Things don't work out. She comes back. And remember, uh, Rob, I want you to see if you remember this, okay? When she left, what did she tell your boy? When she left, uh, she said, I'm going to call you when I get back. Okay. 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 Illustrate your point. All right. So things didn't work out. Right. She returns back to Chicago mm-hmm. alright uh, she goes to the club that she normally sees sees, sees your man Darius at alright and as she's walking out who comes walking up to her Wood okay yeah, his hating ass his, his hating ass and his you know and Darius's quote unquote friend mm-hmm. trying to push up alright so she's walking away and what was that advice that press friend gave Oh, going out with him, girl. Just like. <laughs> I mean, come on, man. I mean, <laughs> it, it, you know, again, back when we were watching this movie in the 90s, man, we were just all sitting there like, wow. You know, we were. Wow, Neil Long. We've lived. Great. We've Neil all Long lived quite a lot since then. Yes. yes and yes. now looking at it now, it's like this is a fucking disaster, man. You know what exactly, I'm saying? Exactly. Exactly. It, it went the way it was supposed to go. You know what I mean? She went out with the friends. Uh, you know, her and the friend were in the same space as him. You know, things happened. You know, and the next thing you know, who she back with? Old dude. Right. Right. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? But once again, listening to some bad advice from the best friend. Wood smash. Huh? Wood. Wood's, no, Wood smashed on. No, Wood didn't smash. Wood didn't smash. Okay. 
know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but like I said, that argument, okay, I understand that argument now. You know, I understand, you know. It was a Shakespearean play with a dope soundtrack. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, now yeah. the soundtrack, soundtrack is stellar. <laughs> oh, God, stellar, man. The soundtrack stellar. is stellar, stellar. yes, oh, yes. Man. And the movie like is not bad. The movie's not bad. We're not saying the movie's mm. bad, but we're, no? I mean, we're, mm. we're just analyzing the story yeah. with uh, about, you know, what, 20 some yeah. more no, years no, you, of... Uh, no, you want to talk about some shit to analyze this many years afterwards. What's that? Nigga, boomerang. Oh yeah, 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 boomerang. Okay, yeah, darling. Okay, you know, <laughs> darling. I don't have any panties on. Pussy, pussy. Yo, look, one of my, f- actually, my favorite Eddie Murphy movie of all time, my favorite Eddie Murphy role of all time, Marcus Grant. Mm-hmm. Okay, smooth ass. Uh, ad exec. Okay, yo, fuck Don Draper. All right. Marcus Graham, that was the motherfucking man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, you know, and had game. Okay. Mad had game. game. I mean, dude, dude, dude. This motherfucker bought. Okay. Remember, this motherfucker bought a leash. A leash. Mm-hmm. Okay. A leash from somebody in the park. In the park. Just because he went a Mac on this chick that had a dog. Right. Right. So I mean, it was like a, a, a masterful example of improvisation. This dude went and copped the leash on the fly, on the fly, and in his mind made up this entire scenario, this t- entire story that his dog, non-existent dog Kirby, 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 went Kirby, <laughs> Kirby, and yeah, he did it right in front of this the object of of his desire, the, you know, played by uh, Lila Rashawn, yeah. and she fell for that bullshit hook, line, and sinker. Caught it, boom. Yep. You know, you know, and I mean, he, he, I mean, he ran game. He ran perfect game until he met his match. Yep. Robin Givens character. Mm, I forget mm, her name, but mm, I'm forgetting names. But yeah, the, the character played by Robin Givens had I mean, she was the female version, version of him. Yeah, of him yeah, yeah, and yeah. had mad game to counter his mad game. You know, it had him sprung until he fell in love with the Right. You know, the friend. Right. You know? Right. The girl next door type. Yeah, the friend. Exactly, exactly. Lovely lovingly lovingly played by Halle Berry, yeah, yeah. Halle Berry, Halle Berry, Halle Berry. Yeah. That movie started my whole. Uh, you know what? No, 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 no. no go ahead and say it started what? No, it didn't. It started what? It ain't start shit. I was a, a pretty feet fanatic before this movie. Uh, well before this movie came out. <laughs> no, like they actually, got, they act- got this shit for me. They got that. They got that for me. Bro. Actually, it was kind of oh, really? worse. It was kind of worse. I remember. I would say I remember sitting in the theater, uh, seeing the movie, and I would say I was with my, I was with my girlfriend at the time, and a bunch of us had gone to see it. I can't remember if you, if you was one of them or not. All right. I can't remember. But uh, you know, but you know, as he was pulling off stuff, you know, motherfuckers are like, "Yo, shit, that's some shit you do." I'm like, "Shut up." With my girl, right? You know right, what I'm right. saying? No, 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 no. We don't, we don't talk about that, all right? Yeah, but uh, yeah, that that whole foot fetish thing came. Uh, yeah, uh, that's your thing, man. They, the they whole cop, foot they cop, shit. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. I, I have, I have stopped talking to to women when I saw they had 
you know what I'm saying, rough looking. Mm. I know it's shallow and superficial and, and, and it's like loose boots. Yeah, from uh from uh rail <laughs> loose boots. That was funny. Oh my that gosh, I really boots. have though. So I recently saw that that the movie that shot to the top of my black love movies. And which what was that? It is called Nothing But a Man. Ooh. Nineteen sixty five. Starring Ivan Nixon. It's really the only true film that he starred in. He actually directed um what's the name of that? Spook. The Spook the set. He he directed, he wrote and directed that movie. Yeah, uh, but this movie is about a black man back in the sixties who, you know, was living his life, working his jobs or whatever. Um, meets a woman just kind of on a humble at a at a like a, I think it was a church event they met. They went on a couple of dates, and <laughs> he was like, "Well, basically, we either gonna date or we gonna fuck." And she was like, "You have such an antiquated ideal of how things should go." So they end up getting married. He has a child from a previous relationship, and that child is like off in another city or whatever being taken care of by somebody completely different from the mama um he's sending money every month he's working to send money every month and the the woman um that he ends up marrying she's a teacher she's super supportive of his life but then shit just goes wrong so he's trying to kind of build up the union at his job mm-hmm. um, but you know of course the white man's not going to have that so he ends up getting fired and he can't find another job because he's been blackballed in the town and so then he was like okay I'm going to move to another town and then get a job and I'll call for you when I um, and they're in Alabama um, call for you when, I, when, I, when I'm when I settled or whatever and uh, that never happens he can't find a job um, but it, it just it really shows the whole gambit of how relationships under pressure work like he loves her so much and he actually ends up like pushing her down she's pregnant or whatever and she's still being super supportive and but then he leaves like she tells him to leave um um but then he goes and basically gets his life together he goes back and gets he goes to birmingham and picks up his son and brings him back home to his wife and at the end of the movie they're like back together again so it really really does show the whole like from beginning mm-hmm. to end and everything that everybody goes through and, and it's great to see pieces like that from the 60s or earlier than the you know earlier definitely earlier than the uh, 90s uh, black cinema expo- mm-hmm. yep, explosion yep, yep. and definitely before the black exploitation you know, yeah. uh, period right, in right. the seventies. You mm-hmm. know, it, you know it's great seeing you know pieces like that. You well, know? I got, I got, um, I have two. I have two movies mm-hmm. that uh, touch me. One uh, I saw when I was, I was mad young, and uh, it made me realize that you know it doesn't matter who you with, it's just about how you love, right? Mm-hmm. And that was like, who's coming to dinner? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You Guess know? who's coming to dinner? Mm-hmm. That movie, you know, it, it, you know, I'm, I'm a big Sydney Portier oh, fan. Oh yes, mm-hmm. yes, yes. And um, it, it showed me that hey, you know, you know, two races can come together 
you know, if they love each other, they can, they can, you know, work it out. And during that time, it's some harsh times, you know, especially when blacks and white getting together, you know. Because that, that, that came out in like 1969, right? 67, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, and then it talks about the prejudice of, of what white people think about blacks and also what blacks think about whites. Yeah. Because we do, we, blacks, we have our own prejudice when it yes, comes to we that do. too. You, <laughs> know, you, you know, you've, you've heard it before. If you can't use your comb, don't bring her home. You feel me? So, yeah, so that movie, that, that movie, like, you know, it hit me on that level. And as I got older and started realizing, you know what I'm saying, that uh, what this thing was supposed to be about, and that was like a... Um, not Love Jones, what's the joint with the, uh, uh, hang on, hip hop joint. Uh, Brown Sugar? Brown Sugar. Oh, yes, yeah, yes, sugar, yes, yes. Brown Sugar, because, you know, that right there made me feel, because, you know, I've been in those relationships or, or in those situations where you, you know, you, 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 you're crushing on somebody, but the timing is just not yeah, right. right. You know what I'm saying? Like, dang, dude, if, 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 you know, things could be so much different. If we just, you know what I'm saying? It, and it, 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 it was a movie about bad timing, yeah. okay? It was a movie about two people that had a habit of bad timing, okay? Two people that were great friends, right? you know, that always wondered. That's you know? that all, so uh, that lack of communication. Just mm. say say it. Just say it. Yeah, but it's hard to say that stuff. Like, you know what I'm saying? You, you know, especially when you're saying, you know, that other person, I guess, I guess... I feel you, kid. Because if I see you going through, going through shit, and you see me going through shit, right. then, then you should know that you know you should be able to say, "Hey, yo, hey, man, you know what? We should be getting together." Right. But then again, it's that also that whole situation. Well, you know, what if shit don't work out right yeah. then? It's gonna fuck up the friendship type. Yeah, you know, I, I just lost a friend. You yeah. know, over some old fuck shit. Right. So yeah, I mean, um, Love Jones was it Love Jones that started my uh, my love affair with um, nipples? With, uh, no, it wasn't. Nipples. No, it wasn't. No, not, no, 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 no. Not I know. Nipples. I know what love affair he's talking not about. Nipples. He's talking about his love affair for Lisa Nicole Carson. No, that wasn't it. Okay. And the only reason why I can say it wasn't it because it draws me back to a, another uh, love story. Okay, mm-hmm. wasn't the best love story in the world. I thought the execution was not great. Okay, mm-hmm. but it had some good scenes and some good moments. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about Jason's lyric. Yeah. Okay. So so my yeah, Lisa Nicole Carson. I had I had a humongous crush on her back in the '90s, and I think she was the one. It was it was either her or Layla Hathaway that kind of started my love affair with uh you know BBW type. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and that is and uh, the, the, you know because Lisa Nicole Carson man oh my gosh bro yeah that scene with her and Tretch in the uh, in the alleyway yeah. yeah that was just some raw you know like I said bad movie but when it got to that point I was like Ooh. Yeah, keenly, keenly <laughs> interested at that point. If you weren't yeah. interested in the movie before that, yeah, then right yeah. there, boom, I'm right there, there boom, right there, all in now. What's up? Let's let's watch this movie. <laughs> but yeah, but go, go, but but P again. That was you know it it was 
it wasn't the best love story. I mean, it really wasn't because of all the drama that was. Uh, I mean, a story about a background. yeah, a story about a guy that you know, tr- you know, uh, you know, trying to find himself, trying to uplift himself from you know, from, you know, from his surroundings, falls in love. However, he has a brother that just got out of jail that needs attention. Right, you right. Know what I mean? It became like this real. Yeah. Uh, big codependent uh, type of relationship that uh, Bokeem Woodbine's character had. Um, he was completely dependent on his brother's uh, attention. attention yeah. And uh, his brother played by Alan Payne. Um, and and it, it was like, it was a, a really, really dysfunctional relationship. Really dis- yeah, dysfunctional. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the devil's in that one too. Yeah, yeah. What, what, were they? Yeah, when they finished the yeah, I'm gonna have to go back and watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah there were, yeah, the stuff, dude. I completely forgot about the store scene. Oh, yeah, man. You know, you know. Oh, nipple finder. <laughs> <laughs> there are nipples in that one too. Yeah, yes, there are. Yes, there are. Yes, there are. You know, there was also a nipple in the uh, side <laughs> nipple in the um, booty call. Here we go. Yeah, let's go. not. The we're not going. Now I'm not going. I'm not going to go back to booty call. I'm not going to go back to booty call. Uh, e- even though it was funny, you know, I remember. I remember from the nineties. Okay. Nice you remember? Do you remember the movie Sprung? I remember Sprung. Vaguely. I mean, I remember that yeah. that movie exists, but yeah. if you ask me to, to yeah. talk about plot points yeah, and everything, was, I mean, it was it was who it was, was in it? it was I have no idea. Starring Tisha Campbell, uh, starring okay. Joe Torre, uh, starring uh, Paula J. Parker, okay. and starring Rusty Cundiff. You know, ah. the great Rusty Cundiff from yes, Cundia. from yeah. the great movie Fear of a Black Hat. Listen. One of the greatest yes. hip hop. Uh, mockumentaries of all fucking time. Okay? <laughs> mockumentary, yeah. yes. Okay. Listen, Rusty Cundiff is that dude. Yeah. I, I really like yeah. that dude. He was in. Um, he was also in. What was in? Yeah, in Fear of a Black Hat. Tell he did tells from tales the hood. From the hood. Yep. He directed episodes of the Chappelle Show. Okay. Did yeah, he? he did. He yeah. did. Yeah, oh, Rusty. Wow. Yeah, Rusty's dope. Rusty's dope. But the funny part about this movie, yeah, I remember the. Uh, I remember the flack that. Uh, that Louis Farrakhan gave about the movie because of how it was promoted. They, you know, the light-skinned characters were the virtual characters, and the dark-skinned characters were the evil characters. <laughs> yeah. Oh my yeah. gosh. Yeah. It's yeah. just jokes, y'all. It's just yeah, jokes. it's just comedy. Just yeah, exactly, comedy, exactly. Uh, it was just comedy, you know. There's but a thin you know, line between love and hate. That was a good love story. Ooh. Yeah, Thin Line was, I'll say this thing, you know, Thin Line was, it was a psychotic love story. Very psychotic. That doesn't even, those words don't go together Mm. for me. Uh, There's somebody in the bushes. Some of y'all into that crazy ass dysfunctional love, that that stalkerish type shit. Oh, he loves me. He busts my hair to the white me. Ah, he loves me. What y'all think about a classic like Mahogany, though? What you gonna do? <laughs> go Billy D. Go yeah. Billy D. Billy go. D. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me tell you. I've been working on my Billy D. Laugh. Can I? Can I? Can I? Can I? Can I? Can go, I go do, it, do it. Do it. Do it. <laughs> that, yeah, that, that, yeah. Yeah. You got a little work to do, yeah, but that, that's 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 A little deeper. A little deeper. That's convincing. That's convincing. But yeah, Mahogany was was definitely a classic, man. Yeah. Tragic. It was a tragic. Yeah. I'm going to do you like the things that life is showing you? 
song uh, throughout the entire movie. I mean, I'm talking about just yeah. that song. You yeah. know what that movie showed the, the, me? The whole score yeah. was that damn song. You well, she had to pee in that me, pot, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He w- he made her pee in that pot. That's a lot. That's, that's love yeah, right there. Let me show you, man. What, what, what I got out of that it. was like, yo, black people can do some, some, some hellified shit, yo. Like, she's just traveling around the fucking world, dude. I've never, you know what I'm saying? I've, I've never seen, like, jet set you know what I'm saying before I've never known anybody mm-hmm. to jet set like yep, that yep, yep. and the only time I saw that was that movie I was like yo she is fucking molly she's doing some big shit I'm doesn't like, you know it what I'm seem like lying, they make yo. it seem like in the 60s 70s like the 60s and 70s it was so easy to like just go wherever you wanted to like hey um guys and dolls Oh, it's oh, one, yeah. of one, of movie, right? one of my favorites too one of my favorites one of my favorite movies and that. he he took her to like Cuba for lunch like <laughs> when that, you could go to Cuba that, for lunch is yeah. that what y'all do like yeah. they went to Cuba and had, what is it Cuba Libre Cuba Libre's for lunch yeah. And it came back to New York so, City. Uh, hang on for a second. So you mentioned Billy D making her pee in the pot. Wasn't that in Lady Sings Blues? Oh, that was Lady yeah, Sings Blues. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That okay. was Lady Sings Blues. He made her pee in the pot because yeah. he didn't want her to go back in the room to get it hair on. Hair on. Yeah. That right lady. That What'd y'all think of Love and Basketball? Be honest. Uh, another story of, of friends. Yeah. got that attraction to one another but just can't you know what I'm saying uh, the greatest actually the great to me the greatest uh, you know the number one uh, female actress in black love cinema especially for our period so not late yeah I, I, I can yeah. agree with that yeah. 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 yeah she had a couple of good nip scenes too Hey man, listen, listen. This, you know that. You know that's the only reason why guys watch girlfriends. Did you know that? Well, if, if if girls, if women, if you ever had a boyfriend when girlfriends was the shit, and he just sat there and watched it with you and seemed like he was intrigued he by it. No, nipples. he was just looking at nipples because there was nipples every episode. Well, and um, I and I think that they did that purposely because J Lo. She had her own personal nipple tweaker. There were never nipples on. Wait a minute. Pause. Wait, yeah. Pause. 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 Hold on a minute. What the fuck did you just say? J Lo had J-Lo. her personal nipple tweaker. Yep. Every video that J Lo has had, her nipples were hard. She hired a personal nipple tweaker. I'm googling. Please, yeah, please, yeah, please uh, fact check I, this I shit. I need that verified. Please fact check need this it shit. Verified. In the meantime, speaking trying. of speaking of girlfriends, um, I, I really did love that show, but I actually appre- I, I mean, I appreciated the show anyway, but the eye candy was definitely uh, always, uh, a, always a good thing. Um, Hi, Jill Marie Jones. Yeah. Hey. My thank you. Hi, lips. I wasn't care. I didn't oh, care nothing good. about nipples in that show. I was completely fixated on Jill Marie Jones' lips. She got <laughs> yes. the biggest, juiciest, most <laughs> luscious. <laughs> Face pillows. This is my life, y'all. I have ever seen in my life. 
<laughs> like that woman's lips are oh my God, delicious, man, bro. Man, man. And man. of course, Tracy Ellis Ross is uh, ample. Tracy, yeah, yes. uh, um, this is Diana Ross's daughter, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Which ties it all back to mahogany. Ties yeah, it all yeah. back to mahogany. The story of a story of love and ambition. You know, love versus ambition. Her ambition to be. A you know supermodel. a supermodel you know versus her love for this community organizer. Right. But right. then again, you have to think about this also. Uh, she was chasing that dream and she chased it. And uh, at what cost? At what cost? What cost. Yeah. And she wound up coming right back to the beginning, like <laughs> the humble beginning. All right. I got. I got a question. I got a question. Okay. Uh, greatest uh, male black lead in Black Lives Matter. Okay. Lee? I mean, do you want to just automatically Lee? give it to Tay Diggs? Uh, I don't know. Um, I'd give it to Blair Underwood. In what? <laughs> what? Crush groove? I mean, I, 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 I mean in, in Diary of a Mad Black Woman or something? Yeah. He always had the girls, and he knew how to keep them in line. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I honestly don't know who I would. Ch- I, don't, I don't. Who was the most? I mean, look. Yo. I mean, look. I mean, look. You did have Tay Diggs and, um, you know, in the Best Man, you know, in, in Brown Sugar, mm-hmm. and how Stella's got a groove back. Okay. That's how he, you know, that's that's how he got his chops. That is very you know true. What I mean. I mean, you get your chops. Winston. Yes, you get your chops on uh, Angela Bassett. Yeah. 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 She's my idol. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Uh, I mean, you can throw Morris Chestnut in there, okay, just because, you know, I I know that we, you know, we have a, you know, you know, we have a good female following for the show. And I know a lot of y'all still love Morris Chestnut. Right. Right. You know. Uh, and you know he—he, he, I guess he looked. Yeah, you know, I pre- uh, I googled. Whatever, you know. She did have like back in the early 2000s. She did have nipple tweakers for her. Boom, boom. boom. Yeah. Verified. Yeah. And then these tweakers. were these were ordered by the director, not by her. So somebody to to basically play with her nipples yeah, before they shot much. videos. Yeah, pretty, exactly. Exactly. pretty much. Fluffer. But you know, I could have did that for free. As but, I um, bring up, who is the best? I can definitely tell you who is the worst. Let's talk about it. Who's the worst male, male lead? lead in in uh, black love cinema? Of all time? Of all time. Is it? Of all time? Yes. Hey, yes. Ex- I think it's all time, actually. Express by CP. <laughs> Not necessarily, but sometimes. Okay. Sometimes. All right. The worst uh, romantic lead in a uh, black Love Cinema movie mm-hmm. is clearly Lonnie Lynn, aka Common. No. Sorry. Best right, I mean, was it Just Right with him and Queen Latifah? Okay. It, look, it was, a, I'll say this, it was an enjoyable movie to watch because, I mean, I watch it from time to time. That's mm-hmm. just because I'm hooked on Queen Latifah. I mean, it's just, you know, it go, goes without saying. But him as a romantic lead in that movie, it was like watching cardboard well okay um okay i don't know if that's the easiest sell to say he's he was just like super not convincing he was Um, there because okay so like if you look at the part where uh 
they go through their little drama and he's trying to get her back and they are outside of the Sixers uh, facility. Oh my God! Terrible, terrible scene. Okay. I was actually going to say unconvinced. I was actually going, but that actually was his best performance in that movie. I mean, that's not saying much, bro. <laughs> I mean, okay, yo, hold up, hold up, hold up, to uh, hold up, hold up. I'm pouring my heart out to you, and you, you just gonna get on your phone. <laughs> He didn't quite say it that dry, did he? Yeah. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. Okay. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. I mean, uh, okay. I mean, who's who's? Well, you're saying he's the worst of all time. I'm trying to. I'm trying to help you out here, Common. I'm trying, bro. I mean, I'm sitting up here trying to think, you know. But uh, he is making a real strong argument uh, against your brother. Uh, look. Richard I mean, Jones, I did. Look. I think Richard Jones. Oh, you talking about Rick? Oh my God, yo. You actually brought up G, man. G is actually, out of this genre, is like one of the worst <laughs> movies of all time. It was, it, the the whole premise was taken from what uh, Shakespeare, I'm trying to remember what Shakespeare played, it was taken from. But he was a, uh, he was a, a big time record exec, all right, who, uh, the woman that he was always in love with, she was married. And who was she married to? Blair, Blair Underwood. Underwood. <laughs> And, and that was that was craftily played by Chinoa Maxwell. I'm a real big fan of Chinoa Maxwell. If you want to look her up, I think she's a life coach now. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, and the, yeah, the, he was terrible. Not as bad as Kamino, but he, but he was just he was just as bad and miscast as a romantic lead. Yeah. No, I mean when I mean terrible, bro. I mean terrible. Everybody that's had on white, man. Yeah, everybody, everybody yeah. looked like a damn, yeah. it like a one twelve video. Yeah, actually, it's funny. <laughs> yeah, 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 it's funny. I fell in love with Chinoa Maxwell on another romantic comedy movie, very small romantic comedy movie that, that's watched. I know I watch it all the time. Called Half Plenty. You remember Half Plenty? Uh, yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Half Plenty yes. was Half yeah. Plenty was brilliant. And okay. it was very, very unsung and underrated. Yeah, it was and, a good. That yes, was a good yes, movie. Yes. I forgotten. enjoyed that. Yeah. That's that, like she's got a hat. Yeah, Christopher Troop. Christopher Troop. He wrote and wrote, uh, directed and starred in that movie. That was yeah. a great yes. movie. And like I said, it it, yeah. it got. I don't know. It got lost in the sauce. I I, I don't think it, it didn't get a lot of run. Yeah, but it's so underrated. It's yo. so oh underrated. That was a great lo- uh, yeah. a love story. Once again, that whole starting off as friends. You know scenario, all mm-hmm. right. You know she's you know she's a big executive. He's a struggling writer, and he spends Christmas and New Year's with her at her house. And he goes through the drama of her crazy best friend, you know, trying to get with him, and her her little sister trying to you know trying to yeah. get with him. You know what yeah. I mean? And he just played it off like oblivious, right? You know, I'm oblivious because you know I, I, I I'm in love with. I'm actually in love with Haviland. That's where the have comes from. That's, right. yeah. that, that's played yeah, yeah. by the beautiful Chinoa Maxwell. Mm. So, yeah, now yeah. i got to go back and watch that movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have Definitely. not seen it in, I, oh my I God. know, at least yeah, I love years. watching it. You know, I love watching it, you know. Um, but, yeah. I'm so sensitive, Rob Treasure. 
But look, look, ladies, <laughs> yeah. But ladies and gentlemen, look, Valentine's Day is coming up. Look, if y'all ain't doing nothing, you know what I mean. I would say Netflix and chill it, but a lot of these, believe it or not, are are not on Netflix because I tried to look, and some of them are just not up there. Okay? I don't understand why that yeah. is, but okay. But Come but on. but you know something? Look, look for them. You know, pull up on the couch. You know, cuddle. You know, and and, and chill. Or, what, or whatever y'all gonna do with your nasty ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fire it by yeah, yourself, Vaseline. Fire that fire stick up. Fire stick in that. Too many things. Too many things. Fire stick. Yep. Yep. Everybody, yes, just go enjoy fire sticking. Fire stick in that. Nope. You keep saying it because you hope. Nope. I keep. Let's go. Yo, Tico. Yes, my brother. Do you have anything weird for us today? Uh, kind of weird, but not so weird. Ladies and gentlemen, Tico's Theater of the Weird. I'm sure you'll make it weird. Uh, well, you know, uh, TSA last year, they said they see the record number of firearms at the airport last year. At the airport? At the damn airport. They said down in Atlanta... <laughs> <laughs> they seized over 4,432 guns Loaded Loaded guns? Yes, 87% of the guns were loaded What? That's like that. no, that's, no, 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 no It's 3,855 that were loaded It was like, you know what I'm saying Out of the 4,432 that, that they found That is 10 guns mm-hmm. a day, yo Almost 11 That's crazy, right? Uh, Rob mm-hmm. As the uh Straight tape expert on gun responsibility. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts? Um, your dumbass ain't supposed to be anywhere <laughs> near an airport <laughs> with a fucking firearm. What? That's, that's I mean, but you can unload it, packed, locked. You can check them, right? Yeah, and, and you have to really check your local laws and yeah. everything because in, in some states you can. Uh, check a firearm. Yes, it has to be uh, uh, definitely secured. It has to be unloaded, ammo separate, um, uh, and it has to go into the checked uh, bags. Mm-hmm. Of course, it can't go onto the on board. You with can't it. have it on your carry on. Right, right. You can't right. have it on your carry on. No you have, concealed carry. Check your definitely check the uh, uh, local uh, laws, but also not that. just necessarily local where you're leaving from, but local where you're going. Where you're going that's to? More, that's more, just right. as important. When people travel, that that's important. Like you would, it did, and you would imagine like the TSA is all the same. But like in Raleigh, you don't have to take your shoes off. But when you get to Chicago, you have to fucking take your shoes off. Right, right. So those those rules and what they follow are different in different places. Let me let me digress. I'm so sorry. I don't want to put all that on Atlanta because all that wasn't on Atlanta. It's a it's a group all together. But Atlanta was the most had seized mm-hmm. the most of the year. They had seized over 323 firearms, and Dallas came in second with like 217. And Dallas should know better. And then, right. Yeah. Then Denver, like 140. Ooh, that's weed. That's, that, that's weed related. And, and there in March. Houston got 138. And, and uh, no, should know better. Yeah. And Sky Harbor International is 132. Sky Harbor. Sky Harbor. Where's that? that? I have no. That's in Phoenix. Oh, uh, Phoenix. Gotcha. Yeah, in Phoenix. They, they ain't gonna know better. 
So, no, yeah, no, that's, that's no, yeah, no. so yeah, yeah, you can't go to the airport with a loaded firearm, people. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, please forget yeah. about that. I mean, I mean, what kind of life you living where you be like, okay, socks, underwear, Glock, um, <laughs> toothpaste, toothbrush. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You just throw it in the bag. You ammo, because you're not getting ammo, ammo, because you know how cats be packing. You know how cats be packing. What makes you just think you're just gonna throw a, a gun in the bag like that and just keep it moving? That exactly. Yeah. Just yeah. throw it in the bag. Yeah, definitely so. got a point there. Nah, people get arrested for that shit. Yeah, yeah they, they do. They, they will. And they, they have your gun, shit. and now they have your life. Exactly. Yeah, it's it's really easy to forget. Um, uh, you know, because some people just throw their gun in a bag or something. You know what I mean? It's easy to forget. So you just got to really be on top of that and not be uh, getting ready to put your bag, uh, you know, in the scanner and everything, and be like. Oh shit! I forgot. <laughs> My gun's in there. My Glock is sitting right in that bag. Right. You know yeah. what I mean? Because then they're gonna suspi- be suspicious if you go snatching your bag back and trying to walk offline. You know what I mean? Um, so, you know, I've heard of strange things happening. So be yeah. careful with that, uh, please. Definitely be careful. And, you know, we we will be talking about. Uh, Firearm safety and stuff down the line, but yay, yeah. yay, weird people yeah. doing weird shit. So, yeah. <laughs> you know what? Can, can I ha- can I place a, a, an addendum? Yes, on, go, on, go on right theater ahead, of go the right weird. Go, go ahead, I just found something that this is crazy. But according to OKPlayer.com, Erica Badu is making a fragrance. Ah, yeah. Oh, this is what we're doing right now. Yes, we're doing that right now. Ah, that we're doing smells. That right now. Like her vagina. I don't think it smells like her vagina because I'll tell you why. I watch, uh, what is it, Desus and Miro? Mm-hmm. They're now on Showtime, which makes them extra fucking funny. Yo. I watched the first episode of, and I'm, I love to see their come up. Right? Um, they're like one of my idols because uh, they started like just on the internet, and then they got picked up by Comedy Central, and now they're on Showtime. And their first guest of their second season on Showtime was David Luke fucking Letterman, right? Mm. With his beard, beard and all. So, they talked about this, in, though, no, they didn't talk about Erica Badu's incident, but they, the Gwyneth Paltrow pussy mm-hmm. candle, right? right which right. sold out, which sold out. It sold out. out. And that the chick that's like their director or whatever, she's always like talk, chatting with them in the background. And she was like, we bought one. They were like, oh, yay. So, it's like, wood citrus and apple that's what, <laughs> that's what Gwyneth Paltrow says her pussy smell like so she smelled like a, <laughs> like, a, like a fucking salad and so, <laughs> and so they lit it and they were like ah, that doesn't smell like pussy at all like it doesn't smell like pussy at all so I can't imagine what like I'm let me tell you. All I, I know am is going to buy an Erica Badu either candle wow. or incense wow. I'm going to buy all it. I know is this right I'm here buy any woman that wears it you're going to have a lot of men fucking walking around here with them crochet hats hey, and vests and Hey, hey, that's all right with me. That's you know, I like a weirdo. Listen, um, so I'm scrolling I'm scrolling through uh, Facebook and, and the homie uh, Scotty, DJ Scotty Rock Brooks. But, but. He posted about it, and one of his comments was, he said, she had common dressing like an African. She's a conjurer. I don't want no parts of that pussy. <laughs> Not even the essence. Listen, man. She had, bruh. I'm trying to tell you. Look, look at the men that Eric, Erica Badu has dealt with. One, bruh. one. Look at look at Andre three thousand pre 
Erica. He was rocking uh, uh, UNC jerseys and jeans and, and Jordans and shit. Next thing you know, that motherfucker had on some llama pants <laughs> and fucking down. Listen, I'll tell y'all a story. <laughs> he smashed Erica by dude. This nigga rocking turbans and shit. Chains. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. And then Common, we were talking about Common earlier. Mm-hmm. He wearing crochet pants and shit. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, yeah. And, and the worst one, the worst one, Jay Electronica. He had that shit and he can't even release a damn album. But don't Bro. blame that on, you don't fucking blame shit. that on Erica by day. You <laughs> don't blame his writer's block Look. on her. Listen, Listen. I have uh, my, my ex-husband's good friends would always joke like when we were together they would always joke that Joe always wore shoes and he was like listen when we first came <laughs> when we all first came over here like we had a thing at our house like when we moved in together before we got married we had a like a party at our house or whatever and he said nigga when I came in here you ain't had no shoes on I knew <laughs> there was something wrong with you wow <laughs> so I feel you, Erica. Sometimes you gotta change a nigga life for the better. It's fine. Oh, yeah, that's something you you know that that that's something you can keep, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, look, it get hot. Girls and shit, they start sweating and shit. Starts man, ain't nobody man, ain't nobody got time for that. Then you got damn what summer eve washcloths and shit. <laughs> like girl, you know what I'm saying? Ain't nobody got time for girls right here smelling like motherfucking damn pedushi. It doesn't, though. It doesn't. That's what I'm saying. The whole Gwyneth Paltrow, it doesn't have any, like, it's, what is it? Wood, citrus, and apple. It got some essence in there. Just drops in there. And the name of the fragrance, if I remember correctly, the name of the fragrance is Badoo's Pussy Badoo's. See, that's what Ooh. I'm talking about. So it's that's really the name. Yeah, by dude's pussy. That, no, so that it, name yeah. has been around forever. Yeah, probably, yeah. She probably, she probably damn squirted in that shit. She um had a <laughs> lot. She do did it. do a live on Instagram where she ain't say nothing but she lit incense. See, there you go. Hmm. And she, you know, yeah, man. Uh, hey, yo, I'm hey. not fucking with Erica Badu. No, I listen no. to her music, but that, that's yeah, that's it. That's it. Yeah, that's yeah. it. If yeah. I had a chance to meet Erica Badu, I, 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 I probably say, how you doing? But I, I'm, I'm scared to see. I might not look in her eyes. You know what I'm saying? I might meet her, shake her hand. Don't I, look yeah. at her ass. Boom. Yeah. Yeah. That too. That too. Y'all some weak-minded individuals. Yeah, Keisha. Keisha. You don't understand. You don't understand. K. You got a verse for us. We need some saving. I do. And it's completely contrary to how this conversation <laughs> is going, which is terrible. Um, so asking for help, right? Asking for help. Um, every Most people have um, family, good friends, confidants that they can um, like, like tell stuff to and, and solicit advice. Um, but when it really comes down to your life being super stressful and there are just so many things kind of piling up on you mentally like physically logistically people don't want to ask for help because they feel like it makes them strong and the strongest people ask for help um right now i'm dealing with a situation where i am um i've basically adopted another kid another teenage boy and all that comes with him and I love him like he was my own but I have to ask for help because I'm one whole extra kid and the emotional bandwidth that I don't think I have to deal with it so I have to ask for help so 
be mindful I'm always on here talking advocating for therapy and it's not just therapy it's not just being able to talk to somebody about your problems and your issues it's about being able to get help to mark those things off of your things to do list so I've got one kid that drives and works and I've got two other kids that work and I need help so I ask for help and oftentimes I find myself in a space where okay I can do this and then I can do this and I cut across here and do this and I can juke across here and do this you don't have to do all of that you've got people in your life waiting to help you and and you have to be willing to offer that same help when they need it but there's no need to run yourself ragged because you just don't want to open your mouth how stupid does that sound because I don't want to open my mouth I have to do all of this extra stuff when I could just open my mouth and have this help so it's not a weakness to ask for help it is a strength to ask for help so use your network use your family use your friends um and just just get help with logistically day-to-day what you need help for that's what friends are for that's what family is for to ask for help and to help where needed and reciprocate so that's it all right thank you Kay. you're welcome Ladies and gentlemen, I might so nice. <laughs> that concludes this week's edition of Straight to Tank. And it does. Don't forget to follow us on our podcasting platforms. Don't forget to follow us on our social media platforms. Make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel, Straight to Tape on the Two. All right. And, uh, you know, look, enjoy your um Enjoy Valentine's Day, okay? Snuggle up with the one you love, all right? Or snuggle up with the one that's uh, convenient for that day. F N G M. Fuck niggas get money. Okay, all right. Or or just for that day, just fuck niggas, okay? That's all. Get money. Get money every day. We get money every day. We get money every day. Look, get money every day, but on that day, look, just fuck some niggas, okay? It, it, it might make your life better. Multiple. You know what I'm saying? Oh God, <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Right? So, for the comedian Tico de Gallo. Love, exciting and new. Come aboard. Valentine's fuck you. Yes. Uh, yeah, whatever Pete just said, double that with me. Um, have a nice. Uh, holiday and uh catch me at uh on the 15th yeah yeah what's going on on the 15th yeah well, i'll be doing uh wilding out north carolina michael blackson he'll be in the building and uh yeah gonna wild out and try to turn out you know so i know valentine's day is the 14th come on out on side chick day no oh, the 15th yeah you know mm. you know <sighs> it makes me so tired yeah you know fellas you got you know you Got the candy and the and the jewelry for you woman, and you took it a damn half Conkeys price. It's half shit. price on that day. It's half price. Conkeys Just to go shopping in the morning. There you go. Then on the fifteenth, go get the joints half price. Then take your side chick to go to the you know what I'm saying to the comedy show. But but are y'all sitting at the same table together? 
Hey, well, you know, hey, <laughs> I mean, you preach your own situation, it's your own situation, but I'm just trying to, you know what I'm saying, give you a place to go, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Side chicks need places to go, you know what I'm saying. I'll be, I'll be outside. Need love too. That's right. I'll be outside serving whole cakes. And the quintessential hip-hop mom, Keisha with a Y. I'll be there on the 15th, but I'm not a side chick. It's fine. I'm just there to support my friend. And um, you guys have a wonderful week. And the social media assassin, Rob Grimm. Hey, listen, uh, be on the lookout for the uh, straight-to-tape official Black Love playlist ah yes 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 yes, yes. <sighs> we're going to be dropping the playlist so uh be on the lookout Keisha I don't I don't know about that side that I heavy, mean that this heavy dude, side. y'all may think he's a thought he, he loves some R&B that's all I'm gonna say hey I'm a hip-hop head to my core but him loves however, some smooth however, R&B yeah I, straight smooth R&B I listen to gutter hip-hop don't get yeah but twisted. he loves however the, loves <laughs> R&B. He's like the quiet storm However, man. yeah, I guess. Okay, damn it. I, I own up to it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, li- hey, listen. I'm signing out, man. Go, go, hu- go. Hug a BBW with pretty feet and tell her you love her today. <laughs> <laughs> and ladies and gentlemen, it's your man C. Perry Elise the second. As always, as always, let's get active. We out, y'all.